Hi friends, Zach Walker here, welcoming you to another episode of the Intentionally Inclusive Podcast, a place for all of us to learn about and celebrate the things that make us unique and in the process to uncover the things that bring us together. We have a great topic for this month, our fifth episode of the podcast. We're going to do a little bit of a recap of, of what's happened so far and catch up on the state of diversity, equity, and inclusion at Paychex. And to help us with that, we have two very exciting guests. First, I'd like to welcome back to the podcast, uh, Dr. Thiele Thatch, who is the manager of diversity, equity, and inclusion for Paychex. Hi, Thiele. Hi, Zach. Long time no here. <laughs> I know, right? How are you today? I'm great. I'm doing wonderful. So glad to be back. So glad to have you here. On the, inten yeah, the Intentionally Inclusive podcast has been going pretty successfully for the past few months. Yeah, that's right. I think we're having a great time. I know I'm learning a lot and I hope our audience is doing the same. And for those who don't remember, uh, Thiele guest, guest uh, hosted with us on the first episode. And in addition to that, she's also the executive producer of the podcast. So she is the genius behind the scenes, making all of the DEI efforts at Paychex go successfully and intentionally inclusive is included in that. Thank you. Genius. I love it. I'll, I'll continue to come on to the podcast just to get those types of compliments. Good. That, that's my secret plan. <laughs> Thank you. Absolutely. Awesome. All right. And in addition to Thiele, we have Tion Torrens, who is the DEI culture uh, and culture project manager for Paychex. Hi, Tion. Hello. Making your podcast debut today. And that's not just for Intentionally Inclusive, right? This is This is truly your podcast debut. It is truly my podcast debut. Absolutely. Awesome. No, no nerves, nothing going on. I'm fine. <laughs> no, not at all. We were just talking for a little while before this and it was going really well. So you're, you're going to be great. Uh, we're very glad to have you here as well. And since this is your first time on the podcast, could you tell our audience a little bit about yourself? Sure, sure. Um, I am Cuban-American, cisgendered. My pronouns are she, hers. I currently live in San Antonio, Texas. I've been with Paychex for 27 years, um, officially on December 12th of this year. I actually started as a temporary receptionist back all those years ago in September. Wow. Okay. Yep. I always but love hearing about people's journeys at Paychex. So I, I've been here 16 years and you've been here quite a bit longer than that. <laughs> so what what has kept you with Paychex all these years? Um, you know, I've been fortunate enough to be able to um, relocate for opportunities. So I've been able to move around, um, which kept me really interested. And one of the things that I really do love and, and respect about Paychex is that um, your career is what you want it to be. So you know, during my first 20 years, I was in the service organization and moved up through um, leadership, so to speak. And um, to do that in the days before we had these virtual environments, you had to relocate. Um, so I did just that. And I met so many great people along the way. Um, and then, you know, after 20 years, I decided I wanted to kind of go in a different direction and learn something new. And I was able to do that with Paychex um, by moving into the HR services division. And then a few months ago, I got this great opportunity. So it's a yeah. great journey. So you, you've already shared this with me, but you have to tell our listeners because it will blow everyone's mind. <laughs> How many states have you lived in yeah. throughout your time with Paychex? Six. Six states. Six states. Okay. Yeah. And what, what was your favorite? No judgment. Uh, 
Tucson, Arizona, by far, the yeah. quality of life. Okay. Um, the one thing that I say about that is what I really loved is no matter what direction you were driving, when you looked in your rearview mirror, you saw mountains and it was just so beautiful and peaceful oh. to me. I loved it. I like that. In Rochester, no matter which direction you drive, when you look in your rearview mirror, you probably see snow. Yeah. Uh, but that's okay. That's or rain. Yeah. Or rain, exactly. It's a rainy day today. <laughs> I won't tell you what's happening in San Antonio today. <laughs> Thank you. That's that's very I kind. I appreciate it. Funny. <laughs> Oof. All right. Well, we brought you both on today because, as I mentioned earlier, we wanted to talk a little bit about what's going on in the world of DEI. There are a lot of really cool things going on, not just at paychecks, but really all over. And uh, we've noticed, uh, you know, a big increase in focus on DEI as well. So I thought we would start off with just kind of a general question: How are things going right now? Well, I definitely want to jump in on that question because I'm so excited about what we've accomplished so far this year. Things are going extremely well. We are moving forward with our strategy. We had our FY22 goals and strategy that are aligned to our diversity strategy pillars of education and awareness, community culture and engagement, and growing a diverse workforce. So everything we do is built upon those pillars and we are just really excited, like Tion and I will often say, we are getting a lot more yeses than nos on initiatives. And we're moving forward with our systemic approach to inclusion and diversity, building a culture of inclusion and growing diverse talent. So under that, we have so many different things that have happened. I uh, don't want to just rattle them all off. So but I will say that for the first time in Paychex history, we were able to publicly disclose via our corporate social responsibility report that women make dollar for dollar as every year yeah. at Paychex. Okay. All right. So I feel like that deserves some huge applause. Hello. I, I wanted to just, that's it. Drop the mic and. We are really excited. Seriously, we are very excited to be able to share that pay equity data. And, you know, we have a lot of great news to share at Paychex. So many hardworking employees who exude the Paychex values around integrity, innovation, service, and accountability. And so everything that we're doing around DEI is aligned to that, aligned to our values, aligned to our culture. And that's what we've been doing. We've been uh, working really hard to create a brand and create a story through these podcasts, through our events that show our culture is about inclusion. I love that so much. And I feel like I'd, I'd be a little remiss if I didn't give a, a shout out to my my friends in the compensation team who are sort of the unsung heroes of, of the HR world. You're doing a lot of work to make sure that, um, that all of that, uh, is equitable. And I'm very glad to hear that that's paid off. Yeah. Quick question. Were you, and if you can't tell us publicly, that's okay, but I'm going to ask you anyway. Uh, were you a part of the outside internal, I mean, sorry, the outside external review of the compensation? You don't have to tell us the details, but I was were, indeed. I, I can't, I can't tell you the, the details because <laughs> right. It's the James Bond rules, right? I can't right. Tell, tell you the details. Uh, but yes, yes, I was, pr I was part of that. I was very proud to be part of that. And I was awesome. very proud 
to see as the results were coming in what was going on. You know, I think one of the great things about paychecks is we have a lot of people who work behind the scenes who are just so committed to the work they do and they're just doing their best to do the right thing every day. And so yes. it's proud to be a part of that. Well, Zach, that means a lot because I think when we make announcements like that, uh, especially around pay equity, people want us to show the report and show the data. And when we don't show the data, it may seem mm -hmm. inauthentic uh, because we're not able to show the data. And we understand that this that report was done by a legal firm, which so we have this attorney client privilege information that we can't share. But by you saying that you were there, you were a witness that this <laughs> took place, it really means a lot. So that the data was actual and factual. So thank you. So these are some of the things that we're doing. We're working on how do we get information and then disclose that information and be transparent about the work we're doing. So, Yeah, it's that disclosure that I think is, is one of the most crucial things. And it sort of speaks to our value of accountability, right? Because when you disclose, it means you're held accountable to something. And it's, it's sort of a commitment to make sure that we're continuing to do these same things moving forward as well. So true. I love that. Thank you. Uh, so, Tion, let's let's go over to you for a moment. Uh, what are your thoughts on the state of DEI at Paychex from where you sit? Yeah, so I think it's a really exciting time. Um, you know, prior to this role, I was part of the grassroots grassroots community here at Paychex of the IND ambassadors. It's really this. I I almost want to say beautiful thing where. Um, individuals are coming together to educate their peers and their colleagues about anything and everything um, DEI um, to the point that now, you know, we have executive sponsorship, which is so important and I'm so grateful for. So we can develop employee resource groups that are, you know, focused on, on the needs of different groups of employees. So to me, it's a really encouraging and exciting time to be able to kind of watch this wave come together and you know take paychecks on its the next chapter of its journey. Yeah, executive sponsorship really speaks to the level of commitment that we have as a company to moving these goals forward. I love that. And I just want thank you. Thank you for sharing that, Tion. And I just want to add that under Portia James leadership, you know, she's been working on this for the past three years. And this was a vision of Portia's that she has been intentionally focused on. Uh, it's really interesting that this podcast is intentionally inclusive because that's been the focus from Portia and from Marty Musi is intentional inclusion. And so it was intentional that we named this podcast intentionally inclusive. But Portia has been extremely intentional in making sure we have a diversity, equity, and inclusion person in place. And so now we're moving forward as we, as Tion mentioned, as we gain executive sponsorship, we have received commitment from our CEO, from our C-suite to have an executive council. So typically best practices within the DEI world and is to make sure, as all of us know as HR professionals, leadership starts from the top. And so with leadership starting from the top, we wanted to make sure that we're partnering with our executive leaders, that we're having two-way conversations and receiving specific direction on how they 
believe diversity, equity, and inclusion should look at paychecks. So basic short version, we're working on ways to operationalize a company-wide DEI strategy that can be led from the very top of our organization. So what's coming up in the future uh, is regular meetings with this executive council that will be talking about how to align culture and inclusion initiatives, how to formalize and operationalize our structures and give guidance to our employee resource groups, our IND committees, and those who are interested in mentorship programs. So those are our top focuses for uh, from now until the next probably five years and, and really building out what DEI looks at looks like at Paychex because the reality is although um, we are getting to a place where we're focused on systemic processes at Paychex, there are organizations that have been doing this for years and haven't really moved the needle. And I believe, and most of us believe, is because DEI wasn't aligned to the business goals, mm -hmm. right? So as Tion mentioned, we have grassroots initiatives, we have podcasts, we have events, but unless we have alignment from our executive leaders and, and it's aligned to their business goals so that we can provide specific direction to the business, we are not going to be successful. And in fact, last thing I'll say, I'm reading an article from the HR Research Institute study, just two-fifths of organizations have mature DE&I initiatives and that's because it's really difficult to cultivate diverse workforces and the leadership teams do not have the support that they need. So they continuously remain in this beginning stages. And so my goal, Tion's goal, Portia's goal, Karen's goal, and Marty's goal is to truly activate inclusion within inclusion and diversity initiatives here. So I always have these long speeches. I feel like I'm running for president. I'm really not. <laughs> I'd vote for I'm you. Just trying. Got my vote. vote for me. Yep. <laughs> vote for inclusion. It all starts here, vote folks. Vote for DEI. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. This is where her campaign started. But you know, I'm joking. But this work, I've thought about it so much, and that's why I have my my PhD is in public policy. For those who don't know, but this work is really about organizing. Mm -hmm. It's about community organizing, but it's organizing the internal community to understand how to create a movement around inclusion, diversity, and equity. And uh, it is very inspirational. And we have to talk about how we're going to inspire people to stay committed because it's really difficult to sustain these initiatives without that commitment. One thing I really love hearing in, in what you're saying here one thing I'm sort of picking out myself is that we have this amazing support from the executive team and from leaderships at leadership at many levels. And we also have the grassroots portion of this things like the employee affinity groups that, that um, we've seen kind of popping up, which are really robust communities where people are having not only discussions about DEI, but also just their own personal lives, right? So one thing, one thing I love about this is how we're not treating this as okay. Here's this monolithic initiative that we're starting. This is really about like whole personhood, right? And people being able to bring themselves 
to the workplace and paychecks being able to welcome people's entire selves. And I think that's that's something that really strikes me as, wow, this is a really great thing. And I, I see I see real significant long-term movement on this. Agreed. Thank you. I love what you said about bringing the whole person to work. Um, and truthfully, the, mm-hmm. the work, excuse me, involves doing this environmental scan and looking at areas where that's not happening. So there are certain areas where it does happen, you know, and people have sponsors and they have mentors and they feel like paycheck supports their whole person. Honestly, I'm focused on the areas where it's not happening and looking at the systemic barriers that stop Mm -hmm. us from being the organization we want us to be. So these are really uncomfortable conversations because there's blockage. It's kind of like surgery and you got to remove the blockage. You got to remove the tumor. Mm -hmm. And um, that's what we're doing. So sometimes it can be uncomfortable. But the cool thing is, I always say this and I mean it from the bottom of my heart. Paychecks employees are really good people. They want to do the right thing. They love the paychecks values. They Mm -hmm. live the paychecks values. And so we have a great opportunity here to be different and to be innovators. Yeah. That's I, so, I completely agree. It's really great. And and one thing that um, struck me uh, last month. So last month we had National Hispanic Heritage Month and there were a couple of really cool things, initiatives going on around the company. We did an episode of an intentionally inclusive around it. And um, there were panels and all sorts of really awesome ways to learn about the Hispanic community. And so I reached out to Tion at one point because there was a communication that that came out and I had it forwarded to me by no fewer than five or six completely separate sources, right? So it wasn't even just people who I would think of as really dialed into these conversations. It was people from all over the business just saying, hey, look at this cool thing we're doing. Either have you seen it or wow, I love this. It's neat. I hope we do more of these things. And so it really is coming in from, it's it's really hitting many different people from many different angles. And I think that's another indication of success too. Yeah, you know, and I'll just add to that, you know, we've done these, a few of these panel events and the different themes have all been firsts at paychecks, right? And um, in going through, you know, I always go back through the event and I look at all the chat comments and we did one last, last week and at least there were at least two relatively brand new employees in the chat that said, this is so great. I love to see that I, you know, I'm with an employer who, who values diversity, or this is so cool that I can be part of an event like this in my first week. And that is, that's just so a 27 year veteran employee here. Right. And I see somebody who maybe has 27 days and they're already connecting with a community, I think that is just so, so very rewarding and speaks volumes about our culture and our values. I agree. I think that's really I awesome. appreciate. Yeah. I just wanted to add one more thing in terms of what we've accomplished and just the, the biggest challenge for me and Tion and, and our whole team is how do we brag about our accomplishments? And so that's one of the challenges for me is how do we tell the story of all the amazing things that mm-hmm. we've done and all of the things that we're doing and we support our communities. So we support our internal communities and our external communities. And we have provided financial support through donations to over 100 organizations that support diverse communities and wow. initiatives. However, yeah, we have millions of dollars that go 
to diverse communities and initiatives. And when I name them, you'll recognize them like Bethany House, Big Brothers and Big mm-hmm. Sisters, uh, the Brotherhood Crusade, Girls Rock, Rochester, Phalanx, United Way, Urban League. There's hundreds of them, but we've never really told the story from the lens of DEI mm-hmm. that the money that we give into the community supports veterans, supports um, inner city youth. We just kind of give the money. So working on uh, communication strategies that help internal and ex- internal employees and externals, people who are interested in paychecks to see we support our communities. We really do. And I'm working on ways along with Tion to make sure we tell that story and to make sure if there's communities that we're not supporting, that our employees are passionate about or that they're supporting, we're working on things through our DEI Early Talent Ambassador Program that we're piloting right now, where they're literally boots on the ground in the community, like shout out to Nick Seaman, who's connected with high schools in mm-hmm. Rochester. Shout out to uh, Nicole Cesar and to Eric Regenfeld. Like these are people who are out there literally on the phone or on Zoom with historical Black colleges, universities, mm-hmm. and colleges and doing the work um, and connecting talent acquisition to that work too. So talent and acquisition. Yeah, so. absolutely. We know that prospective employees are telling us that these things are important to them. And in many cases, they are the deal sealers, right? So exactly. when they know that they're coming to a company exactly. that has these that takes these initiatives seriously and that makes the effort to do community outreach and to, to contribute back to the community. Those are real, real, real positives for most people. Right. So if we have some people out there listening who really would like to get involved with DEI, what is some advice that both of you would have for those folks? Well, I'll definitely let Tion take that one because she has <laughs> mastered this question over the past few months. Yeah, you know, I'm going to quote you, Thile. You say this often, but it's the power of one, right? Like whether that be one person, one idea, one risk that you take um, exercising that professional courage. Um, But I think about all the different initiatives, you know, that have started here at Paychex just because somebody, one person spoke up. Um, You know, I think about our Be Here Now employee resource group of, uh, you know, reluctantly give myself credit for the IND book club, you know, the inclusion and diversity book club that um, you gave me the, the opportunity to, to lead with Tiffany Smith all those months ago. Um, you know, I think, you know, if we're looking externally, um, you know, I've gotten involved with some things outside of paychecks that um, I, there are so many things that I feel passionate about and I want to give, but I just had to really just kind of pick one that was most important to me and, and find a local organization to get involved with. And then after a few months, I probably changed my mind and that was okay. Um, so. Okay. So Tion, you talked a little about a little bit about your book club, which I think is fantastic. And I think you get uh, even more credit than you're willing to give yourself for. Um, what are some other initiatives that are going on? That's a great thing to talk about. Um, So the client-facing training is really the result of just people looking at 
gaps that need to be filled. So once again, going back to what Tion shared about the power of one, when we look at who we are as an organization, we see that there's an opportunity to create industry-leading DEI solutions. We want to be an industry leader. So how do we be an industry leader? We have the very best state-of-the-art training. When we looked at our valuing diversity training, there were so many opportunities for it to be more diverse. So we pivoted quickly and we're working with an outside consultant to write and rebrand the current diversity training. But not only that, we want to make sure that we are training ourselves on how to present it better, right? So lots to come on there. We have one training that will be launched in November, which is the Valuing Diversity Training. And we're looking at uh, creating this seminar so our HR consultants and our HR professionals can really serve our clients to the best of, you know, to the, the level of excellence that we want to serve our clients. And so, for example, just keep it real simple. If one of our clients comes to us and asks us or share with us that they're having struggles in terms of how to incorporate inclusion and diversity initiatives into their small, medium size or large business, we don't want to be the organization that says, mm-hmm we don't know how to help you. We want to be the organization that has a solution. So that's what we're working on. Um, We will be looking at all of our different trainings from a DEI lens going forward. And so we're working, Tion and I, uh, working with numerous task force, numerous leaders on what would be a deliberate approach to address some of our current trainings and making sure they have a uh, appropriate DEI lens. Uh, attached to it. So that's a lot. We do a lot of training. Yeah, we are. We're top 100 training organization. So there's a lot, there's 15,000 employees and we have uh, thousands of clients. I don't have the exact number right now, but um, we're working on surveys that are giving us a better uh, opportunity to understand what our small and medium-sized businesses are looking for And then we're responding to the call by creating training that will truly reflect diversity, equity, and inclusion. So I, again, um, not trying to sound speechy, but we're really, that's what we're doing. And uh, we're moving forward and you can tell we're moving forward by the money, time, and resources that we've invested. And absolutely follow, follow the money and and you'll, you'll see where, yep, where we're focusing, right? Follow them up. I, I also think it's cool that <laughs> we'll be able to speak yes. to clients from a place of, of experience and expertise as well, drawing from the things that we're doing successfully as a company to further the goals of DEI, and we can help our clients to do the same thing. It's, um, you know, sometimes I think sometimes it's easy to forget that that what we're doing doesn't just have to be isolated to paychecks. It's something any of us as individuals can also share with the world and our communities. And it's something that we as paychecks can do the same. Agreed. Agreed. Very cool. Tion, any thoughts on that? Anything you'd like to add? Um, you know, as far as um, if we look at ways to, you know, for paychecks employees, ways that they can be getting connected, you know, we've got, we've talked about the different WebEx team spaces, right? We have the Be Here Now uh, space, which is our kind of um, all-inclusive, multicultural employee space. We have our Rainbow Alliance. Um, we have a veterans group 
Uh, they recently, just in the last few weeks, set up a WebEx space um, for, for anybody interested. Um, you know, we have a women in leadership uh, group as well. And all of these mm-hmm. are open to everybody. So you don't have to be a woman in leadership to be part of the women in leadership group, right? It's about making connections, um, whether it be personal co- co- uh, connections or professional connections, you know, with our mentoring programs. Uh, we've got an umbrella in uh, IND community email group where, you know, it's an avenue for us to share everything that we are we are doing uh, month to month, week to week, day to day. Um, so, yeah, just trying to find more and more ways to get um, our 15,000 employees connected in a meaningful way. Yeah, I love that you talked about each of these communities being welcoming to people who aren't necessarily themselves members of each community because, you know, you may have somebody in your life who you love and who you care about who is a member of that community, or you may just be somebody who's interested in learning a little bit more. So one of the communities you mentioned that I follow pretty closely is the Rainbow Alliance, which has a very active WebEx Teams group, um, which I don't participate in as much, but which I do sit back and kind of read and absorb. And one of the things I really love about a lot of the DEI initiatives is how intersectional they are, right? So in the Rainbow Alliance group, I see group members celebrating all aspects of their lives and victories for all diverse communities. And that's that's a really cool thing too because you know, we all we all share this space and we all share this company and it's um it's nice to share who we are as well. One thing I want to speak to that, thank you so much to Lisa Samples and Jay yes. Angelis for the work that they put into the Paychecks Rainbow Alliance. And it really was a game changer. It was uh, visited by our CEO who just was talking to our C-suite about how amazing the uh, insight and just how amazing the employees on the call. But one thing I personally walked away with that I don't think I realized while it was happening is the support that that group provides for the LGBTQIA plus allies. And so there's so many of us, especially Gen Xers like me who have children who are millennials or children who are um, identifying, they're, they're not even sure how they're identifying, right? But they're finding themselves and a, a straight uh, heterosexual person like me and others in our organization, This that organization, I'm sorry, that group uh, within the organization has provided the support that our employees need during this time where they may feel disconnected. Um, they've learned through the Savvy, Savvy Ally Book Club, which again, Tion would not have existed without Tion and Tiffany. Um, and so they've learned how to have conversations. And the people who show up on the book clubs and, and the Paychecks Rainbow Alliance, they're building networks within the organization that will last Absolutely. for a lifetime. They're building friendships that are taking them to the next level personally and professionally that would have never happened without these groups. So sometimes we can minimize the magnificence that's happening when we connect as a community. Um, The reality is we will not be successful without connecting Mm -hmm. as a community. And so to be able to go into a room, and I've seen some of the parents in the room who were just feeling, you know, desperate alone, not knowing, ashamed, um, and realizing that they had a whole community of people who were feeling the same way, that they had support, that they could learn how to embrace their child who may be coming out, 
learn how to embrace themselves as they're coming out. I mean, this is life saving information. It really is. And there's not there's not a better term for it than that. That puts just such a neat exclamation point on the end of the sentence. Agreed. And so that's powerful. I, I think that's another exclamation point is no matter what happens, we have become a powerful movement. Mm-hmm. So um, a powerful movement of people looking out mm-hmm. for each other. Totally agree. So we've talked a little bit about where we've been. We've talked a lot about where we are. Let's talk a little bit about where we're going. So Thiele and Tion, what is the future of DEI at Paychex? You know, what are the trends you see in the community? Well, I'll I'll help out with this one because this is a hot topic all the time. Diversity, equity, and inclusion can be a very intangible concept. And so it's really difficult to predict our future because we're constantly evolving in that area. So some of the things that we're pretty clear about is we're moving forward with the employee resource groups. We're going to start with four employee resource groups, one focused on women, one focused on veterans, one focused on the LGBTQIA plus community, and one focused on this multicultural group of people who are looking to create psychologically safe spaces. And of course, all of them will be uh, psychologically safe spaces. So that's in the future. Right now we have these interest groups We have numerous groups on WebEx, even a spiritually focused group. We have a parents group. We have a a mental wellness group. So our challenge and our future goals is how do we incorporate those groups into one overall strategy? And we're going to do that with the help of our executive council, um, who will be looking at all of our different groups and determining how they will be specific executive sponsors to these groups. So that's one. And then what else we have coming up is we're looking at ways to have a really strong communication strategy, not only internally and externally, but in terms of web accessibility. How are we looking at maintaining our industry standards around DEI and web accessibility, things like closed captioning, uh, text to speech, Basically, how are we going to incorporate technology into our DEI initiatives? So even with the mentorship programs, one of the ideas that we have going forward right now, we have a mentorship pilot, which really just and has invited maybe about 300 to 400 people within the organization. How do we open up and use technology like Cronus to operationalize our mentorship program and make it available for 15,000 people if they want a mentorship? right? Or they want a mentorship relationship. So we're looking at ways to broaden through technology and operationalize through the support of executive leaders. That makes sense. We're a technology company. Technology is such an important part of every part of our lives. So of course it would be important for DNI as well. That's right. That's the only way we're going to awesome. do this and do it effectively. Also, I loved at, at the your, the first part of that answer when you answered for a while and you had a lot of great things to say. And then you said, okay, that's one. And it's like, wow, just just the fact that we're talking about all of this and, <laughs> and that that just represented a small part of what we're doing moving forward. It's just, it's so great. It's just so great to hear. 
it um, it makes me feel proud to be at Paychex. Makes me feel proud to be having these conversations. Thank you. I'm proud to be at Paychex. I believe in Paychex, and I'm just really grateful that we have this opportunity to create a legacy. So no matter what the three of us do, I just want to kind of wrap it up by saying, uh, Tion mentioned the power of one, but the question is to myself and to the two of us, the three of us rather, what will be our legacy? What will people say when we're not at paychecks? What did we leave? What did we do? Um, And so ask yourself for those listening, what's your legacy? What are you bringing? to paychecks and beyond. Well, I can't think of any better way to to put a period at the end of the conversation for now, or maybe the ellipses, right? Just the three dots. So what what a great conversation. I just want to thank our guests one more time, Dr. Thiele Thatch and Tion Torrens. Thank you so much for being here with us today. It's, it's a pleasure to speak with both of you all the time. And I'm so glad that our audience got to hear from you a bit as well. Uh, And as always, I would like to say thank you to our listeners for joining us for this episode number five of Intentionally Inclusive. And I would also like to correct uh, a mistake in in not doing this in prior episodes, but I'd also like to extend a special thank you to Susan Kale, who's in the booth helping us record today, and to Matt Hauk, who's going to be doing the editing for this episode and who has done editing for prior episodes, and to everyone on your team for helping us as well. But again, uh, this has been Zach Walker for Intentionally Inclusive. Be sure to join us again next month where we'll be talking about our veterans and Trans Awareness Day. Thanks, everyone, and take care of one another. This podcast is property of Paychex Inc. 2021. All rights reserved.